Stanley Wiggins. And this is Black, black Hipster, Hipster, where we talk about black pop culture, gay pop culture, black gay pop culture, and, and sometimes, sometimes other, other shit. shit. You got it together yes, that time, yes. honey. Okay. <laughs> I'm just, I mean, we it's might have to week. pre-record. We might have to pre-record, yes. <laughs> did you smoke before you came over I here? I did not, I did, did not. Did you smoke last week? I did not, no, 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 I just, I, I was um really out of it last week, mm-hmm. yeah. Because of weed? No, I <laughs> did not smoke. Because of No, 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 I was good, I was mm-hmm. completely sober, mm-hmm. I was just so, like, drained, I was mm-hmm. saying, I was so drained. Mm-hmm. But, um, sure, sure, sure. How are you doing? No, I would not record under the influence of anything. We have a little um, wine. We have a little bit of wine. You're drinking wine today. I'm drinking tea. Spiked with... No, it's just tea. Okay. <laughs> See, that's why. Because I think I'm getting sick. Oh. Yeah, I'm wearing a scarf in my house. Yeah, you are with your robe <laughs> on with a scarf. Oh, I didn't bring my glass of wine in here. Oh, it's okay. bummer. <laughs> <laughs> that's fine because we've got... Tons to talk about exactly. today anyway. Mm-hmm. So let's get into it. Um, we did not discuss this Gina Rodriguez nigga shit. Yes, yes. <laughs> last week. <laughs> that sounds as, as we were supposed to. We ran out of time. I mean, at this point, I'm a little bit over it. Because yeah. I'm like, whatever. It's old. Um, and I'm over Gina Rodriguez. You know, the first time folks were coming for her and dragging her, I understood where she was coming from. I a little bit had her back. This time, now she's just pissing me off. Yeah. And this so. is like the second, this is like the third or fourth time there's been something. We had the incidents with Black Panther when she had that tweet or something, or she was right. at an event and she said it. Then the Yara thing. Right. And now this, I believe. And um, and then, of course, someone, because I, I don't know who are the people that are finding these old clips of celebrities doing crazy. <laughs> who has uh, the time? The people, right. I was going to say the people whose like, lives are just centered around dumb shit that yeah but you know when you look at um like a really funny meme or something and you are like crying on the floor but you're also like who has the time to do this this. exactly there was this like spongebob um (laughs) did i show it to you i don't there's been lots of spongebob no it's like spongebob uh maury where it's like spongebob has on a lace front Oh, and it's I like in the case that. of Trivante. Oh no! Like it's just, it's so funny. And that is like, so hilarious. Antonio, you are not the father. And they show SpongeBob running to the back, oh, and like his gosh. lace front is like blowing off. That is and really like, funny. And I was crying when I saw it, but I'm like, who has the time? Like, who has the time to do this? Yes, it makes um, no sense. It's a, it amazes me. Um, but so those same people mm. are the ones who are digging through and combing through all these things on the internet to find celebrities behaving badly, I know. essentially. I know, yeah. It ain't safe. And then you think, <laughs> but then also, too, I th- they must, when they find it, they must either post, because every account, if I do it, I have, like, what, 100 followers. So if, I've, if I'm doing the digging and then I find something on a celebrity, post it to my account, what is the likelihood of, like, Access Hollywood or people or EW, whoever, finding this stuff? So who are the people? These people must be connected in some way. I think now... But you know what I'm saying? Everybody's connected at this point, like based on the stuff that you're looking at, the things that you're liking. Um, no. Like if you're doing a search, mm-hmm. um, the things that will pop up in your timeline. Like just earlier, we yes. also, I was like, you know, just on a search. And it's like, you know, some fine ass men kept popping yeah, up like, in my how? shit. And you're I'm like, like, why are these random fine ass men popping up in my shit? And I'm like, do I just be liking pictures of a bunch of fine ass men? I don't think I do. Well, yeah, but then the I know connected. Right. With. I noticed that on like this one guy or two guys, it's like all the gay men that mm-hmm. I'm connected with, like my friends yeah. on Instagram 
have been liking all their photos. Mm-hmm. So now it's popping up in my shit because it's like, oh, well, your friends like this. Maybe you will too. Yeah. So that happens or to be like the subject matter. If it's exactly. like stuff that you're looking up all the time, like I'm always looking at beauty stuff. But maybe, so if it's yeah. anything hair braiding or, or wig mm-hmm. or whatever, it's going to pop up on my shit. Yeah. No, I know that. That I know about that. I just always wonder. I think... That nowadays, because cancel culture is such a big thing, and this it's like looking up oops, looking up celebrities, you know, looking into their history is is a thing now. There must be some sort of because I can't imagine that I would post something with my little with my the little amount of followers I have, and then it access Hollywood would find it, you know. So I'm right. thinking that but there are people. It's like the degrees of separation from you than somebody else. Maybe there's like one like super big influencer that follows you, Probably. and then access Hollywood follows them. Like, they're going to be an influencer who has, like, two million followers that you know. And then they follow you. And then that's how it gets discovered by some bigger platform. Or, like, Hollywood Unlocked or something. That's true. Yeah, because it's interesting how this stuff happens. And then, I guess, too, people with the, you know, things get traction. Like, especially if something's hot. Like, say, you know, a big enough celebrity or there's an issue around a celebrity doing something. Mm -hmm. And someone will post something. And another person will post it, repost it. And then they repost it. And then it just grows. Oh, for sure. That's, that's, that's. How that game works. In, yeah. You know, like in. Tank, which we are going to get into. We're going to get into this Tank we business. We have to get into the Tank let's, thing. Let's, let's get this Gina Rodriguez discussion out of the way. I honestly am at the point where I'm like, I don't care to talk about it, but it's a thing, so I guess let's do this. Well, she, you know, we know the story. So the latest incident was her posting on her Instagram. She was singing one of the Fuji songs. I forget which song it was now. And, um, and they have the N-word in it. So she said the N-word um, in, in her live recording on Instagram Live. Mm-hmm. And um, so then, you know, she got some backlash, so um, she put out an apology, but I think it was just her it saying... It wasn't like, an apology. Yeah, it was... She basically put out a fuck you guys. Like, and, but then she got I more guess backlash. I if you guys are mad, I'm sorry you're so bent out of shape. <laughs> That's what the quote-unquote apology was. And then people got more upset, and it became a bigger, a larger issue. So then she put out sort of an official apology. And... I think my whole thinking behind it was, what are you stupid? Or like, what is your, <laughs> just because the simple fact is, even if you feel one way about the word and even other black people that you're around feel like, girl, you can say the word. Number one, you know, all the stuff that's been going on around you, all the controversy around the N word and your relationship with black people prior to this, this is stuff has only been like a couple of months ago. So you would think <laughs> I'm not going to say the N word on live on Instagram so that other people can see it. That's just adding fuel to the fire. And you should also know that there are black people who don't agree with it. So you know that people are going to have an issue with you as a Latina saying this word. And then you have all this extra shit that's been happening around you with the word and with black people. So why? It just seemed dumb to me. Mm-hmm. Well, for me too, what's extra funny is I'm like, the Fugees isn't even a group that use the word nigga that often. So oh. of all the like shit, like what song were you singing? Like this mad Fuji song. Yeah. You could have been singing where they never dropped that word. Mm-hmm. It, it wasn't something that was rampant in their music. Yeah. So I find it funny that you done found like one of the like four songs in which they said it to use. So were you trying to be controversial? Yeah, maybe you trying to push back on everybody? Maybe she was. Maybe Good luck she with was. that. See how that worked out for you. It just doesn't <laughs> it didn't seem smart to me. It seemed very like just were you not thinking? And even your people, I'm pretty sure I mean she has control over her own um social media, I assume, but 
PR person should have caught that. It's like, bitch, you know what's going on. And then, you know, that... Yeah, but means- screenshots are forever, too, though. Yes. I mean, granted, you can't... What's the name? You can't like, give audio on a screenshot. So, mm-hmm. it's whatever, but... Yeah. Somebody, as soon as anybody saw it, everybody saw it. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and, and, and I mean, that leads us into the conversation that I'm pretty sure we've had or touched on before about, you know, particularly with the Latino community and how... You know, because they, you know, blacks and Latinos, you know, in a lot of major cities, they grow up in the same environment that, you know, they're living together in the same neighborhoods. And, you know, the culture um, it is very much tied together, at least the American culture. Mm-hmm. I think it's very much tied together and how much, you know, there are lots of people who Latinos who feel like they can say the word. There are black people who feel like Latinos can say the word, but there are also uh, people who feel differently. So, you know. I, no one has I mean no one's necessarily wrong or right we just feel I feel a certain way about it mm-hmm. and I'm sure you do as well so it it's I just feel as though I, I don't say the word and I have friends who say the word because I know I don't feel as comfortable saying the word it feels weird to me me saying the word and I didn't grow up with a lot of people who were in my family or around me saying the word. So it's just my relationship with it is different. Whereas, you know, you'll sometimes say Oh, it. I say it. Yeah, you'll sometimes say oh, it yes, because your I relationship to it is different. So my thing is anyone can do whatever they want to do. I'm also a black person. Yes, I'm unequivocally yes. a black person. Yeah. For all the haters out there that be like, but you're black with what? Because I'm not the because... darkest person you've ever seen. You're an idiot. I'm yeah. black mixed with black. Yes. And I say it. Yeah. And I own it, and it's my business. Yeah, it's it's your business, and I feel like that goes for a lot of black people. Everyone, I think you have to recognize that everyone has a different view on the word, and it's not going to go away, and it, we're not going to have one way of existing and viewing the word that's going to that's gonna ha- make us all happy. But anyway, so when I, I always bristle, like it's always... Always, I'm always uneasy when other people, uh, when people say it. Not uneasy, but I'm always like hyper alert of it, like more uh, aware because I don't hear that often. Um, but uh, I definitely don't. You don't? No, I don't hear that often. No, I don't hear that often um, because I'm at work or maybe what am I? I'm, I my fiance's white. He's not walking around the house That's saying true. it. So and you live in some gentrified ass, bougie ass neighborhood. Well, in my job, I go to my job. You know, every no one's there. Right, um, you're not in spaces. You ain't in the hood. Yeah, spaces. exactly. You ain't exactly. in the hood. You're not in spaces yeah. where you the word is used. You that hear often. it often. Yeah. So and, yeah. and, and, when, and I, I think when we're around large groups of black people too, it's certain type of black. People. Exactly. Exactly. Like nobody's really saying that. At yeah. The moon. And and then growing up, I didn't grow up in where people said the word. I didn't grow up um, hearing lots of people say the word. So it's like even my brothers and my siblings, they then we didn't speak it. I mean, we definitely couldn't say it at home, but we didn't say it in the, around the neighborhood and the kids that we hung out with. So it's something that I don't, I didn't hear that often. But I think I definitely did. For me, knowing that there definitely there's a difference from a black person saying it and someone who is just not black, not someone who is white, someone who is not black saying it. Right. It always is jarring. And, you know, a lot of that comes from just because the culture is different and Latinos who want to say that, you know, we live together. And I understand that. I just think they need to understand that there is a difference. Um, You know, we spoke about the culture. Their language is different. And a lot of Latino people look at black people a certain way and look down on them. And and (laughs) racism and colorism, Colorism, that exists. And I think that they feel like they have ownership of the word. And it's like, no, if you feel like you can be on our level and say that word, yeah, don't call me 
uh, a, a nigga, don't call, don't look at me a certain way because I'm a black person. Don't look down on me. And that happens. And I feel like that's where I draw the line because it's like you guys aren't recognizing the privilege that you have being Latino. You guys have issues and you guys have problems. A lot of them that we share, black people share. But a lot of Latino people and people of Latin descent look down on black people. And I feel like that's where... When that, when I think about that, then I feel like no, you can't be walking around saying this word and just doing it. It it, it doesn't feel authentic to yeah, me. Yeah, I mean, think about it. Where there are a lot of communities in this country where there's extremely poor white people mm-hmm. who grow up around extremely poor black people. Mm-hmm. Do they have a right to say it now because they're in, entrenched because of their socioeconomic status mm-hmm. and they're entrenched in hip hop culture? Yeah. If your answer is no, then that means nobody else can yeah. either. Yeah. But the issue with Gina Rodriguez, for me most especially, is the fact that she is also a fair-skinned mm-hmm. uh, Latina woman. So yeah. she's also not recognizing a, a colorism issue yeah. here where there's a light skin privilege that she has. Mm-hmm. And... It's going to make people uncomfortable when you, as a light Latina woman who, in certain circles, could be calling a a darker black woman a nigger in a very negative way. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And you're not acknowledging that that's a thing and that that exists. So when people feel some kind of way and they're uncomfortable, they're bent out of shape, and you're just like, it's a song and I'm a fan, so I'm going to sing it. You're missing a huge chunk of of what's really happening here. Yeah. And it, the fact that you don't get it is even more reason why you can't use the word. Yeah. It's it's even more evidence of how fucking out of touch you are exactly. with what's really going on so you don't get to use it. And, 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 and to go along with that too, even if, no matter how, even if you feel like you can say the word and you can talk about it, talk amongst, say it amongst your friends and your, your black friends, that's fine. But just the fact that there's a black people out there who have a problem with it, don't use it around them don't feel like oh my you people get upset they just it's so selfish and they think of themselves well my friends say I, I have no problem they don't get upset well i am and i'm also a black person and also the thing to think about is that this word was not used for latino people this word was not used for indian people this right. word was not used for middle eastern people it was specifically used for black people and black race around slavery we have that history we grow up knowing right. that they know it too but it's just like, even if, so my thing is, if you run across black people who have a problem with you saying it, don't say it. Don't say it around them. Maybe you can say it behind closed doors amongst your other black friends, but don't get upset with those black people who feel uncomfortable and don't want you to say it and feel like you don't have the right to say it. Take that I in stride, homie. I think she's being really stupid. It's something that's so complicated and complex. And she's trying to make it so simple. Mm-hmm. And it's like, how dare you? Yeah. Who the fuck? Are you Gina Rodriguez? Mm-hmm. Or who the fuck do you think you are? Yeah. That this word has such a marred history and such a complicated, mm-hmm. and people have such a complicated and complex relationship with, with it, it that you get to go, well, I'm making it simple. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, get over it. Yeah, How just, dare you? Who do you think you are? That's a great You are point. just one. That's a great you point. are one fucking, you're like a drop in the ocean yeah. of the history of controversy around this word yeah. and you need to recognize that exactly you are so unself-aware it's disgusting and then the fact that you as a celebrity you have a platform and a bigger reach than the average person and you don't care to acknowledge the complication and the complexity around it again it shows just how out of touch you are 
as this is as this is concerned, mm-hmm. more of a reason why you need to stay away from it. Yeah, you probably don't even understand all of the history yeah. of the shit that goes into this. You played yourself, and now I'm gonna sit back, and from now on, I'm gonna let people drag you. I'm gonna watch people drag you. Even if they're wrong, I'm not going to speak up and I'm not going to say anything because then that's how people feel. Because yeah. now you've offended people who otherwise weren't offended by things that you've done mm-hmm. or things that you've said. But now you've just pissed a bunch of people off for no reason yeah. because you needed to 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 prove to people that you're not going to be backed down. Because yeah. that's what it felt like. Mm-hmm. It was a... It was a I'm over it and people are not going to tell me what I can and can't do. This is going too far kind of, mm-hmm. you know, sentiment. That's what I got from it. No, we are going to tell you. Yeah. And now you get dragged. Yeah, now you Good have to apologize. More movies and shit. Nobody's coming to see your shit. You played yourself. And and yeah, and exactly. And it's like, I like her. And it's just, it's unfortunate that this has to happen. And, it, you know, and also too... To your point, so good. The fact that it's a complex word instead of comp, it has so much history. And we, you and I, both black people are sitting here and we view the, we have different views about how the word. And it's just even within the black community, right. it's just like we, who that word has been used towards for so many years and centuries, we don't view it the same. So how do you think as someone who's on the outside of that community, even though you quote unquote share the same culture and there's different, it's like you don't share that word. That history is not there. We go back and forth about it within our own community. And then you're trying to simplify it and say, this is how I feel about it. That is some bullshit. Yeah. You amazing. everybody's feelings. Yes. About their relationship with because the word. People want to, people <laughs> worry about, people are so self-centered and so like, this is me, me, me. And then the fact that other people get hurt, you're being too sensitive. Motherfucker, this is how I feel about this. And especially when it's something as big and something that has just, people have been discussing for years that you feel like you are now going to come after, you know, professors and people who have been trained in this and studying it for mm-hmm. millennia that you feel like I've been on this earth for this amount of time, then bam, this is what it is. It's simple. Right. No, let people feel how they want to feel. If it's not affecting you and it's not a big deal for you to stop saying something in the presence of other people, that's not taken away from who you are. So just not put it on your social being. media. Yeah, it's like, being... I don't care if Gina Rodriguez was at lunch with a bunch of friends and she was like, nigga, you crazy. And then somebody reported this to TMZ mm-hmm. and then it became a thing. That would be a very different then, Yes. you put this out on your social media mm-hmm. like yeah. how dumb like it was dumb and it was unnecessary yeah and it was like you need to calculate your moves a little bit better if you're gonna be in part of this celebrity thing or just go like take two seats and fade to the fucking black yeah and by the way, if you want to measure the complexity and the who can use it and who cannot, then let's just have everybody start calling other people kikes mm-hmm. and wetbacks and spicks and fobs and all these other derogatory terms that have been used faggots and dykes and all these other derogatory terms that have been used for other people and see how folks feel. Yeah. Let's see how comfortable or uncomfortable you are and let's see how complex or uncomplex the conversation around it is. Yeah. And then you tell me whether or not it's okay for me to be like, everybody's too up in arms. Yeah, and, and and it makes people feel weird. And it's like, yeah, if you're in a club too, like to go along. If you're in a club, and you, the word comes on, and you notice there's other people of color around, black people, don't say it. And I feel like it's just like don't don't put yourself or don't don't make people feel uncomfortable. It's as easy as not saying the word. It doesn't take away from you to not say the word. People just ah, uh, people just so selfish. And what do you think? about either people repeating the word or there are people like when it's in a lyric or or, or when people are reading something or should they say it and also when 
I've heard lots of people who say, and this bothers me too, when people just say, no one should say the word. Just, just they need to take it out of music and they need to take it because I feel like, and it, it, I don't, it's, that also is very complex. You know, they were just like, listen, if they don't want anyone to say it, no one should use it. They shouldn't have it in music. And it always makes me want to go Let's shut the fuck up. There's a it song all- out there that goes, nigga, nigga, nigga. And that is my <laughs> favorite part of the whole shit. It is hilarious. It's the best. Mm-hmm. Um, Remember that news? <laughs> yes, that's where I know it from. Yes. <laughs> no, that's a different song. Oh, that's um, a different... Okay, that's, okay. Uh, what's it? Go watch. It's like two oh, changes my somebody. Gosh. But anyway... Um, I I think shut the fuck up talking about nobody should say it. Shut up, and that's it, and that mostly be white people that say that <laughs> yeah, and if, because they don't want to feel left out or something. Why? If yes. we can't say it, no one can. And I'm, I'm like, like, shut like, I don't up. want anyone to tell me what I can and cannot oh, say. Shut up, bitch. The world is complicated. I, hate I honestly about. don't care when people are saying it in mm-hmm. certain contexts. Yes, if you at the club and that song come on. I think everybody should go nigga, nigga, nigga when that part come up because yeah. it's funny and yeah. it's entertaining and it's fun. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's the only way white people are going to get that off. I'm sure it's liberating for them. Probably. You know what I mean? To be yeah. able to say it mm-hmm. with no consequence mm-hmm. in a room full of people. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Not just around their friends, but to say it openly yeah. and enjoy it. <laughs> I'm like, it. do it. Indulge white people. Now. I'm not there yet. <laughs> now. I'm not there yet with the white yeah, people saying Yeah, I think music. just in certain contexts, I don't care. Mm-hmm. Like when Kendrick Lamar checked that girl, he brought that girl on the stage to, to um, like at one of his shows or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then she said the word and he stopped her and he checked her. And I just felt like it wasn't necessary. Yeah. But whatever, because you say it in all your songs, then you brought up a white person on the stage mm-hmm. and then you told her to do the lyrics to the song and what would you expect what that you she expect? was going to do? Yeah, she was like, I'm like, not sure, but I'm going to go girl, with it. Yeah. Like, she, you know, uh, she had a split second to decide <laughs> what way exactly. she was going to go and she went with the integrity of the song mm-hmm. versus not get her, her ass possibly in hot water. It was yeah. a 50-50 and unfortunately exactly. she fell on the wrong side of the 50. Mm-hmm. But I just feel like I don't care. Mm-hmm. Like, it's in the song. I don't expect you to be like, brother like or yeah. whatever every time it comes up especially if they say it 14 times yeah in one verse <laughs> like it is what it is it's the context in which you use it i think and yeah in certain uh circumstances um even like my job is very black and sometimes people say it i don't say it i mm-hmm. think just at work in general mm-hmm. it just shouldn't be used mm-hmm. i don't care where you work mm-hmm. if you work at bt and it's the <laughs> blackest black job you've ever had i don't think you should say it yeah. you know what i mean because yeah. it is complicated and and just because you work around black people doesn't mean that everybody's okay with it exactly and certainly very, very not true. to address anybody mm-hmm. in that way yeah like no yeah no 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 mm-hmm. um but I see how people could feel that way. So I'm like, whatever. Mm-hmm. But I'm choosing not to go there. Yeah. I like, like that. Yeah. Be careful. Like, don't slip up. Because you just don't know. You don't know. And you have to be careful. And, you know, we all have different relationships with the word. Yeah. And I'm just like, I, I know that in certain circumstances, I don't care. I'm just like, yeah, whatever. That, you know, I don't know. Salvadorian girls over there singing whatever. She's saying it. But then I'll be on the train. And it'll be a mix of like white kids with Indian kids and some Mexican kids because ain't no ass black kids in this neighborhood. Mm-hmm. And they be like, nigga this, nigga that. And then mm-hmm. I'll be like, I want to punch one of these kids yes. in the fucking face. Because yeah. they're also so young. Mm-hmm. They don't know shit about shit. Yeah. Like, they're so far removed from the history and the, the exploitativeness, I guess. <laughs> I don't know if that's a word. 
of the word. But then at the same time, that's also probably why they feel free to say it. Exactly. They have no idea. With them, it really has no value. And like, I think, there's, you, there's no like racial implication in it for them. Do you think that's a good thing? Because, you know, generations change and they grow. And I, I think it is a good thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's okay. with like, bitch. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it, I don't get mad if somebody calls me a bitch and they're trying to be offensive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm just see. like, it's it's lost so much of its luster. It's yeah. so overused mm-hmm. that if you, it, like, when a guy, when you're walking down the street and he's like, what up, ma? And you keep moving. Why? You gotta be a bitch. I'd be like, oh, maybe because you're dumb. Yeah. You couldn't come up with anything better than bitch to insult <laughs> me with. I'm like, you're the eighth person to call me that today. It has lost its shine. She's I like, couldn't it's care. 10 a.m. I couldn't care less. Right. And it's only 9.30. I haven't even had my breakfast. And you're the fourth person to call me. But who cares? I always, you know, you bring up a good one because I have a, my relationship with the N-word is much more, like my close friends have said it. I always feel weird. Like, I feel weird saying it. I never say it in the songs. It's very rare that I do. When people say it, like if I'm at a party and white people are saying it and some people who are not black, I feel weird about it. It makes me feel uncomfortable. That's just my own relationship with it. And I think I have to look into that a bit more. But I, I do have, I do occasionally say, bag it. And I think it's hilarious. And as, to me, that's not the same. It, it doesn't feel the same. I feel like for me, I'm black first before, obviously, before I'm a gay man. And I feel like I've been, I've had to navigate. I've, it's been easier for me to navigate my gay identity. Mm, no, with with the word faggot. <laughs> yeah. Whereas with the N word, which I've only been called once the N word in my uh, my whole adult life, it seems like that was more like. I, I, I pressed on me you know like growing up you heard it and you know it, it was much more painful too I think it was much more painful and much more apparent but anywho so I, I know that I don't there are lots of gay people that I hang out with who don't like the, the me saying faggot and I have to curb myself when I say it to them because for them they think it's derogatory and they get upset by the word and it's easy for me to just I don't say it I don't say why? it around like yeah because and, it's just like well why would I alienate and offend my friends exactly and, <laughs> and I'm they have a gay a right man to feel the yeah way that they do and I don't feel like I have to understand it necessarily it's like well you don't like the word and I'm just not gonna make say it because I know it makes you feel uncomfortable and I can understand right. how it would make you feel uncomfortable right. and I'm not gonna say it yeah. Right. Even if I didn't, it's just like, well, I feel like, oh, whatever, whatever. It's hilarious because it's funny to me. But they they not down with it, so I just keep it quiet. Yeah. It's- no, I mean, it makes sense. Mm-hmm. It makes absolute sense. I We took a quick break, y'all. Um, they might have ran a commercial or some shit in the middle <laughs> there. But I don't know. We're back. Yes, yes. Um, And now we need to discuss Tank. Tank. Yes. R&B singer. This is about to get a little controversial, too. Makes gospel music. (laughs) Makes gospel music. It's some kind of gospel. gospel. (laughs) He preaches something. (laughs) Speaking in tongues, for sure. Yes, yes. Um, (laughs) What's funny, though. uh, Yeah, I met him. That was the first time I ever met him and interacted with him in Mm -hmm. any way. Uh, I've been to, to like, shows before. I've been to um, one show at B.B. King's years ago. Exactly. Four years ago. And I was really tall. I had like five inch heels on or something. And I was front center stage. And he kept touching and interacting with everyone and just go skipping completely over me. Um, which led me to believe that I must have been so fly. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Was I must have been looking. He was like, nope, temptation. He was like, mm, can't do it. Because I think too, it's like, you know, you don't want to seem like you're paying too much attention to like all the really pretty girls. Mm-hmm. And then you alienate everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you seem like you up to something. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah the man's married. Yeah. yeah. 
yeah, the dude put put us on the list, so we got it for free, and it was cool. It was good. Cool. He wasn't meant- married then, though, so oh, I mean, I would imagine me? they were together. They've only oh. been married for like a year, maybe two. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, but they were probably together at the time. Anyway, and it doesn't matter. Met- there was nothing going on there. <laughs> um, no, so I met him earlier this week. This is what's funny. So mm-hmm. I'm a I'm a stand. Like anybody that knows me knows Tank is probably my favorite artist. Yeah. at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, and I hit up our entertainment director. I'm like, we need to get Tank up here. Mm -hmm. His new album coming out. This was weeks ago. (laughs) And, uh, I don't know if I'm the person that got the ball rolling on Mm -hmm. this, but I know it happened. We were going to get him on the Yes Girl podcast. And this is Corey Murray, Mm -hmm. our entertainment director. And her and Charlie Penn, they do the podcast. Corey, I guess... Oh, so I was like, you need to ask him this, ask him this, ask him that. I was just throwing mad stuff. And she was like, maybe you need to be the guest host on the podcast that that day. I was like, "Uh, I'm here for it. Let me know. So, of course, like, Corey has to go out of town, like, last minute. Mm -hmm. And the podcast was taking place, but nobody told me. So, we just happened to be having a a meeting in that space that day. I... This hold on, hold on. Okay. I'm about podcast, to share a lot right now. <laughs> is it recorded also at the, the offices? It, it's in our um our complex, but it's okay, in another okay. space. Oh, so, that is so what is I odds? never work out of that space. Yeah, ever. what are the odds? So and it's like, you know, it's in a whole nother building, mm-hmm. down the stairs, oh around the corner, down the hall. Wow. So wow. this is what happened. I get to the office dumb early that morning. Mm-hmm. I'm working on my little stuff. I had something to write, I had a deadline. I ate some waffles. My stomach started acting a little tricky. I ate some waffles. I ate some waffles. It's important to know that I ate some waffles because my stomach started acting a little tricky. And I was like, I don't know if something was wrong with that butter or whatever. <laughs> I was like, oh, my stomach. I need to use the bathroom. Yes, and I'm yes. like, oh, it's like now it's around that time. Everybody's starting to trickle in. So I was like, I don't want to go to the bathroom because girls can be in there fixing their makeup. Mm-hmm. And then it's just a lot of in and out. And when you need a private moment, you, you yes. know, you need a private yes. moment. So I was like, okay, well, I was going to go work out this cafe that I... I often work out of mm-hmm. when I just need to get away and just write and concentrate. So that's like five buildings over. I was about to go down there and I have to be walking by the other place. And I'm like, oh, their bathrooms are really private, really clean. Mm-hmm. Let me just go in there. Let me use the bathroom over in Camp David. Mm-hmm. So that's what it's called. So I'm like, oh, let me use the bathroom. Great. I use the bathroom. And I'm like, well, while I'm here, I might as well just stay here and work because we have a meeting here at noon mm-hmm. anyway. Mm-hmm. So I'm minding my business. I'm sitting at one of the tables. I see our digital team coming in and I don't think anything of it. Then I see my director come in and she's like, oh, hey, girl. I'm like, hey, what's up? She's like, yeah, we're doing podcast stuff. I'm filling in for Corey today. So, you know, I'm going to be downstairs. I'm like, great. Enjoy. Mm-hmm. One of our, like, executive producers, just we and her just, she came upstairs. We started talking about Trader Joe's, random stuff. And then she's like, oh, it's the perfect time for you to be here because, you know, our podcast guest. And I'm like, who is it? And she's like, Tank. And I, like, bolt down the stairs and I'm like no one told me this was happening what wow, the fuck I'm so- like let me see the one sheets I'm like no you need to ask this take this out ask this like and then they were like oh yeah yeah she's like the true stand so she's gonna know and then they were like oh you just happen to be sitting upstairs working out of Camp David I'm like you don't even want to know why I was in here okay first of all they're like mm-hmm, sure you didn't know he was coming I'm like I didn't know he was coming I was going to the gym that day that morning and mm-hmm. I didn't make it to the gym so I was going to this core circuit class mm-hmm. in the middle of the day so mm-hmm. I had on my gym clothes yeah yeah I had my head thrown in a crazy looking wrap mm-hmm. nothing on my face yeah, my so eyebrows weren't even done like filled in <laughs> I like, like yeah 
I had on Nike running pants. Mm-hmm. And you know how sports bra... And I didn't even have on, like, a great sports bra that day either. So sports bras can either, like, round out your, your girls and make them look, you know, decent. But mm-hmm. sometimes they just chest flatten. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. This was just, like, chest flattening. And just, <laughs> oh, it was... Everything was unflattering. Oh. And then here comes Tank. <laughs> I was like, this is just great. So you were not going to pass up an opportunity? Oh, no. Nah, I still needed to get some crook of the neck yes. action to see what that man smelled like. Yes, how'd he smell? <laughs> It smelled fine. <laughs> Did he have a fragrance? I don't think so. Because no. a lot of people don't wear fragrances no, anymore. No, yeah. no, he didn't have fragrance. I mean, I wear perfume every day. But like, even if I'm going to the gym. So hopefully he was like, a lot of she looked crazy, but she smelled nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, he was fun. He was sweet. He was entertaining. We chopped it up just a little bit. They talked about all his nasty songs. I was like, you talk about all them nasty songs, but there's one song that folks who clearly are not stands don't know. You know, he talks about how great he is at giving head and all this other business, but Cunnilingus, by the way, because mm-hmm. we're going to get into some other things. Oh, I was like, there was he... no implication. Oh, okay. I was like, what? I'm talking about, like, <laughs> I understand. He in the box. Yes, yes. Um, he in the box. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I was like, yeah, they, they they talking about that, but what about close? He was like, oh, you, you ain't had to go there. They don't know about that. Don't let them. He's like, oh, you a real fan. Hold man. on. I'm so like, this yes. is after the podcast, after they had recorded him. Yeah. Okay, and okay. We okay. And then you came like, back. Okay, okay. Oh, I stayed there for the whole recording. I oh, wow. Wow. The whole thing. But no, he, the close. Is from his second album mm-hmm. from One Man, and the song it's a very nice song, it's beautiful, it's a slow jam, it's still a little nasty. But the the whole gist of the song is he hasn't had sex in so long that as soon as he get in, he gonna come. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The whole song is about, about how this quickly before. he is going to let that off, yes. to get that off, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Um, yes, so he was like, they, they don't need to know about that. It's between me and you, come on, you got to keep that <laughs> like, it low. sure like, is, fan, fan. <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, nah, it was cool, but then of course the next day, it's this whole big thing about oh, Tank is getting dragged on the internet because he said that if he sucked dick twice, he's not gay. And then first of all, let's clear up what he oh said. He was yes. on Angela Yee's lip service podcast, mm-hmm. and she posed the question to him, like if a dude. Why did she pose that question to him? Um, they were talking. I forget what they were talking about before it led up to that. But you know, the the entire conversation was pretty much about sex. Yeah, like yeah. everything they were talking snippets. about yeah. was sex. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it was just about like um not like boxing people into things, mm-hmm. right? And not like putting limitations on people and their identity and what they can claim. Mm-hmm. And you know, she was like, so if a dude you know, gave head once, and then she was like, no, twice, and then he was like, no, oh, that's excessive. <laughs> no, but then she, he was like, no, 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 but, you know, in all honesty, you know, I'm being silly, but he's like, you know, if you, you tried it, and you're like, no, 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 I felt about that. And then you went back, and you did it again, you're like, nope, didn't like the taste, it's not for me. Yeah, it's not for- I'm not gay. Yeah. But, and then, so now, you know, the internet took that little nugget and I'm sure stupid. what happened was one person took it and that their homophobic ass yeah. interpreted it as what they did and then spread that uh, hate and ridiculousness yeah. to everyone else who didn't actually watch the pa- the mm-hmm. podcast or listen to the podcast yes. and then just took what that person said mm-hmm. and then it spread like wildfire. Tank is out here sucking dick, talking about he's not gay. Yeah. And just all kinds of ridiculous Exactly. And, yeah, and he, you know, went on Instagram and was like, I said what I said. And I'm very, very happy with <laughs> and that. he was I'm like, very... y'all are homophobic, you need to grow up. And then he plugged his album. And I was yeah. like, I know, that's right. Plug I know, that's that right. album, which yeah. came out yesterday. Did you get Elevation. It? I remember on Spotify. <laughs> so... Um, She's like, of course, I, I, I listened to it. Yo, I listened How to it? it yesterday. 
I mean, it's good. I always have a complicated relationship with his music, I think, because, like, I love um, his voice. Mm-hmm. And he does have I beautiful, think that he should be voice. a... Right. And I think that he should be a much bigger artist than he is. I think he has um, a following, but it's a niche following. Like, he should be able to sell out a stadium with the talent that he has, the people that he's written for. He but I think what will ha- what tends to happen too is like, you know, he drops like a song or two and those will get big. Like yes. when we, like mm-hmm. it'll go platinum or uh, it'll go diamond or whatever, but then people don't pay attention to the rest of the album. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he like, and I think there's some good work. Like I told him, I said, did you ever consider taking some of your up-tempo music that's still about sex, remastering it, slowing down the tempo and making it a slow jam, and then just putting all those songs on, on like one like EP or something. Oh girl, call you it are it a like fan. sex yeah. music two or whatever. Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, is original sex music. They ended up changing to now or never. Now or never, I think. Yeah. So he could essentially just name it sex music because mm-hmm. that album never dropped as sex music. Oh. But anywho, <laughs> yes, okay. I'm a I'm a, I'm yeah, a fan. Yeah. Um, but yeah, um, he was like. I did not consider that. I'm like, you should think about it. Like a song like I Want to Be That or I Gotta Have It. Mm-hmm. Like, and just slow down the tempo and make it super sexy. Mm. Oh, yeah, it's a song called Super yeah, Sexy because as well. Yeah, also known for that. <laughs> right, for being that sex guy. But if you ever really listen to Tank's albums, he has a few songs where he talks about sex in a very in-depth and nasty way. But most of the album is not about that. Mm-hmm. And it's not like that. Yeah. And I think that's where it maybe goes a little left. Mm-hmm. Because... People want it to just he they want him to be that sex guy. Yeah, but most of his albums, if you listen to his albums, are not about sex. Mm. Yeah, I didn't. What do you think about what going back to what he said about the sucking dick? What do you? I think, think that him? he's right. Yeah. Like it's like, oh god. <laughs> like I mean, in 2019, yeah. I just, that the fact that we're even still having this conversation, I thought we're, we're post euphoria. Have we not realized that there's a lot of shit going on out there that just, you can't label it. Leave it alone. Yeah. Let people do what they doing. It's their business. It is what it is. Like, whatever. Like, until it became, becomes dangerous behavior, it's yeah. none of your fucking business. Yeah, it, it is. Because well, remember when Tank, um, I think I had to, remember when Tank performed at a gay club? It, and, it was the gay pride parade in Philadelphia. Yes. That's one of our favorite clips to watch on yes, the internet. Yes, because when that, that guy, guy raises his leg. His leg it was shaking and it was just first of all you're thinking is that, that a real leg yes no, he was and super flexible, so flexible <laughs> in the crowd lifting his head like close to his ear and just shaking it while tanks on the stage performing with his shirt that off thigh. a crowd full of gay men just mm-hmm. giving it oh to somebody them. made a comment about it yes I'm talking about sure oh he had his hand in front of his dick because yes. he didn't want us to see he was getting hard about tank yes and my it was thing, like, we should have knew he was gay then. My thing, what I love, because I don't know as much, of course, obviously, as you do about Tank. But what from the little bit that I've seen of him, a man who seems like he's very secure with his sexuality. Mm-hmm. And like he was, even when they were talking about, um, the, they were going, talking about sex. And the woman's like, well, I don't like this during sex. I don't like this. He's like, you have a lot of rules. Angela Yee yeah. said that. And she he's don't like, like you, a finger up a butt. Yes, she yes. She don't like a facial. Just yeah. Oh. And he's just like. <laughs> I mean, these things. 
She didn't they, say she didn't like kissing. I yeah, mean, it, like, it, people have their limits. But it's just for him, he's just like, listen, he, it, obviously he enjoys sex. And he's like, listen, I'm exploring sexuality. And he's like, listen, if I'm pretty sure, I don't know this about Tank, but he probably tried maybe kissing the guy. He was like, that's not for me. And that doesn't mean that he's gay. Or and even I, if he didn't. Even if he didn't. I don't even think like he has to qualify it as an experience you know, that you're he right. had. You're right. He because understands. when we do that, we cheapen the fact that it's not about that he did it and then he's like I'm not gay the fact that he's just saying it's okay for someone else to do that right, yeah. and I'm not in that boat but I respect it and it is what it is yeah I agree what up you're not in that boat what do you mean like I, I, I don't know that experience oh, okay okay yeah I, I can't speak on that experience yeah. but just as an open minded rational decent human being rational if this decent. person is saying that they're not gay then they're not gay and just yeah. because he sucked the guy's dick, does it, and he's saying he's not gay. Then all I could do is respect that, and okay, then he's not gay. Yeah, it's like because <laughs> there are people in relationships who do things, and and not. I mean, this is like a very like basic level, but it's like you with your man or whatever, you you suck his dick, and you're like, I don't really feel it. It's like you're not a dick sucker. It's like listen, right, but you could be a gay man. Yeah, you could be, be a gay man, man who it's don't like, suck who dick. Don't, oh yeah, it's complicated. There are lots of gay men who do not suck dick. Yeah, they're like, oh, I'm not about it. And it's like really, it, it, and they exactly. don't eat ass. Again, and it's just yeah, I'm just like they. It's, it's so complex, and you would think it's just they don't like doing that. And does that mean that? It, yeah, it's just, you can try. How would you know? Not in saying how would you know. But it's just like, I could have, I know lots of gay men too who've had sex with women. And it's just like, they know I had it, but it just wasn't for me. I, I like men. And there are a lot of gay men who have not had sex with exactly. women. Exactly. And they're just like, I don't need to have sex with a woman and in, in to know, I want to try it. I'm good. Or do you I'm just understand? That. And that's fine. I, yeah, I understand <laughs> that. There, there are people who are bisexual. They go both, you know, they want to, they are attracted to both sexes. I understand. I've never had sex with a woman, but I can understand how people like it. And it's just like, it's like, well, that's for you. It is not for me. But, you know, I can understand that. It's like, this, this doesn't do anything for me. But I, I can feel un- the same. I've never had sex with a woman, but I can understand how you it's have probably been, wrong. What do we got? Kiss raped by a woman or two. You haven't? No, no. just one. Just one. What woman kiss but, raped me? We were at, I don't think I was there with the woman, but I remember we were, I don't know if this is the same time, but we were out at a club and some woman, I think I was with you, but I didn't see this woman kiss you. She had long hair. You've been oh, sort of aggressively, uh, what is it called? Touched. Touched <laughs> by at least more than one woman. More than one one woman. More than one woman. We were it. at a We were at a club. I think it was hookah or something, and this woman was dancing with you, and her hand was going very much like in between your legs, and like... You don't remember this? I do not remember this. <laughs> I guess she, was she wasn't beautiful. that great. You were like, she's beautiful. <laughs> I guess but her, hands, I, her hands weren't that you good. You <laughs> said that you were, because I could tell you were dancing with her, and she was dancing, and she kept dancing with you. And you you would let her, like, drape her arms around you, come at you from the back, or come at you from the front, like, face to face. But her hands were definitely going up and down Why are you thighs. telling this story? Oh. Like, I'm just trying to understand the relevancy. <laughs> well, I feel like, <laughs> well, we go on to point here. We like, go on to Andrews. This but is my, a tangent. I'm not going on. <laughs> She's like, I don't want to explore this. Like, what are I don't we want talking about. No, right I now? think that it just speaks to the fact that I think you have to be open in all of this sort of sexuality is fluid and it doesn't don't try to put yourself in a box. And also, if it's not for you, it's not for you. Mind your own business. There's still this thing, this homophobia around let people do what they want to do. If a man says that he wanna he wanna suck a dick on Tuesday and then he wants to eat some pussy 
on Thursday. That's his business. You hoping that he gets satisfaction. He's satisfying his partners. It's just, there's still this thing around what is masculinity and what makes a man. That's the issue. That's the issue. And that's... that's that, and that's why most of the criticism is coming from the black community, mm-hmm. which is the most disappointing part, you know, and his biggest fan base, of course, is the black community. Yeah. So it's, I'm sure for him as an artist, it's really annoying. Um, and sometimes I think when you're in an interview and someone asks you something and you're just being honest, you're not necessarily thinking about what this, in, what the implications is going to mm-hmm. be until you see how big it gets mm-hmm. later on. Mm-hmm. And then, because somebody was like, oh, he's doing this as a publicity stunt because his album coming out. I'm like, nope. I don't think black men stunt with that. Mm-hmm. Like, no. I don't, I think most black men would like to avoid being dragged yes. through the mud as homosexual or otherwise because there's so much controversy around it in our community. Yeah. So you're trying to sell an album uh, and you're the sex guy. Yeah, you're probably not looking for people to call you gay yeah. if you're not gay. And I'm glad he took the stance of I don't give a fuck. I love it. I'm glad Man, because that makes me like him club. even more as an artist. I agree. Um, and, and 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 at the end of the day, like if <laughs> no, I'm not even gonna go there. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I, I was like, I was about to say something. Like, nope. You know what? We don't even need to go there. Tank is a talented artist. He's talented, yes. And he makes great music. And if you like to play his music, if you're sucking a dick or otherwise, great. Do that. Like, it's just like... It's, I agree. That's he's, your business. He seems like he's very secure. Tank seems like this type of type of guy to me, and I don't know this, that if he had a gay, a, a gay friend, a gay male friend, which he probably does, mm-hmm. and they would talk like Tank likes sex. So if his gay friend was talking about sex, he was like, "So what did you do?" Oh, like, I'm sure he would ask a lot he's of like, questions. You enjoyed yourself, right? Yeah, like, ask a lot of questions, make a lot yes. of jokes. He's a silly. He's the silly fun guy. Yeah. Um, he's charming. He's charismatic. Exactly. He seems like. Listen, I'm not judging <laughs> you. You mad. you got off. I'm happy for you, brother, because sex is one. He's like, I love sex, and sex is wonderful. Whoever you having it with, make sure you enjoy it. That's what he seems and, like. And that's literally what he says. Yes. That's, and that's what he was telling Angela Yee. Like, listen, if we're going to get into this, like, let's get into this. Like, why are we setting all these limitations from the beginning? Oh, we're yeah. free to do whatever we want. We've did. made the decision that we're going to have his sex. Let's mm-hmm. all the way had his sex. Yes. I agree. <laughs> like, no, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. when people were like, oh, I don't do that oh, I'm not doing that I'm, I'm like how do you know you're not doing that like, you just might be doing that let the, let that dude really have you super open you be bent over that whatever or you find yourself sad. eating ass or like yeah. I hate when girls be like I'm not eating an ass I'm just like why not? grow up is it clean why eat grow it up. You eat your ass That's like a, right and then they'll be like I'll receive but I'm not gonna reciprocate I'm like, and I'm like it. why Oh, so you're selfish in bed. Yeah. Grow I'm like, up. you want to explore all... Grow up. Because what's meant to I like the color with all the crayons in the box. <laughs> yes, honey, do it all. You trust that person, do it all. Get into it. It's just it. weird to me how it's just like people will set these limitations on themselves. Mm-hmm. And it's like, that's your business. But then you expect other people to have to adhere to the limitations you set for yourself. Mm-hmm. If you don't like to eat ass, don't eat ass. Yeah. But don't look at me sideways if I said that I do yeah, or exactly. I have. Why is that any of your business? And, and, yeah, and but seems- why am I talking to you about sex if you like that in the first place? <laughs> <laughs> that's my bad. That's on me. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> wow. Yes. I shouldn't be talking to your rigid ass exactly. in the first place. And you're judgy and you're rigid. Your sex is probably whack. Mm. 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 <laughs> On that note. 
you like this episode, subscribe, rate us. <laughs> we're on Spotify, we're on iTunes, yes. and anywhere you listen to your podcast. Exactly, yes. Uh, you can email. also email us at blackhipsterpodcast at gmail.com. You can follow us on Instagram at mm-hmm. blackhipsterpodcast. You can follow me at Always Fashion Week. Week. Really? really? Yes. <laughs> follow me at Standing W. Oh, big announcement. What? So I'm probably going to change my Instagram handle. <gasps> to what? To your name? I'm not going to say. Oh, okay. I thought you were announcing. Okay. Unless somebody what? Be an asshole and try to take it. So oh, I okay, okay. It. You'll tell me after. Um, so I can yeah, take it. yeah, I'm going I'm to probably it. change my Instagram handle soon. I've officially added my first and last name to Always Fashion Week now. Oh, so I'm see. discoverable. Can, can, um, can, yeah. can, we, can we have like a joint Instagram? Yeah, we do. It's called oh. Black Hipster Podcast. <laughs> so there's but that. Incorporate my name into your <laughs> new no, Instagram sir. handle. Why not? Um, We'll think about it. Okay. I'll think about it. Okay. Yeah. If you answer, she'll think about it. If you answer more questions for me about gay sex, <laughs> what? What have we been doing for the last like almost twenty years? I know. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> you have hit me on to some stuff about gay sex. I'm like, really? You were the damn live I ever met. I've been like, man, oh man, like you. Someone told you something, like you was reading. Oh fine. lord. Yeah. On that note, we really need to go. Until next week, uh, we have no idea what we talking about, but we. Know It'll be something black or something gay or something something black and gay. Mm -hmm. Bye. Bye. Bye.